Now they're awake. Maybe they'll just fall back asleep. Yeah, happened? we just stay very still. <laughs> hey! Wait, oh my god, we, some, we had another fight. Somebody yeah. bring me up to speed, real quick. Well, you need to make Everyone a new character. Everyone died. Uh, <laughs> died. And... You have a backup character? Yeah. Vasa didn't die. Um, we, we... <laughs> it's all Bradley. The whole party is just Bradley. <laughs> Bradley and Maybe a can play all of her grandchildren. Yeah, that would be... Oh my god, yes! Yes! Yeah, but, but, um... Woke up in a lucid dream Now we're hunting for the shards We might be an oddball We've got no bonds. World Walkers. Last time on World Walkers, the GM foolishly believed he had crafted a terrifying boss battle, only to forget that with a group of cartoonists, this would be anything but serious. Ertleby took to her cat form and began sneaking closer and closer to the Shard of Stardust. While she seemed comfortable in her gamble, Others did not share the grandmother's confidence. All right, all right, Pedro, I'm like scrolling up the the stuff you said about climbing onto a creature. Can I not do this? You can do it. You can totally do it. Just never have sent a senile grandmother <laughs> up there. <laughs> you got an 11? Yes. So you kind of start crawling up its... Um, sharp barbed tail with the teeth at the end it whips you forward against the wall um oh no <laughs> nobody <laughs> saw that coming mind blown oh. <laughs> who would have thought that would happen the group went from stealth to full-out assault with only a few setbacks along the way i need um 10 to make a um strength athletics check or a dexterity acrobatics check. It's up to you. I'm so scared, guys. <laughs> uh, 17. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so it rushes forward, and then it just slams its head into tin and knocks her off the side. <gasps> so F- Fucking rude. <laughs> can Vasa grab at her? Um, let's see. No, but you can make a one last... Saving throw, and I'll let you pick uh, dex or strength, depending on how you describe how you're going to try and save yourself from falling all the way down. Me? Okay. I'm kind of like... (laughs) (laughs) She's going to get hit, but then she's probably going to try and, like, beast it out like Spider-Man with a train, and, like, just try and, like, push, like, and stop, like, being pushed off the edge. Oh, no, that failed. She tried that. She's off the edge. Oh, off the edge in the air. Yeah, but... Okay. even earned himself a new nickname. All right, so you do stab it this time in the buttocks. (laughs) Yes! They call me the proctologist. (laughs) (laughs) Vasa. See, now you have something to talk about when your parents come over. Enzo lying to shot after destroying the beast who had eaten the shard of stardust Bremelstone began searching the desk for clues regarding the owner of the tower what he found disturbed him I would look on top of there to see maybe what looks most freshly written 
the notes that you see uh, on the desk all have to do with the spell plague, and they look like formulas. <clears throat> Not like this. Now on with the show. I would, yeah, I would start gathering any of them up, especially anything that looks like the plague. And I would also ask Roberto while he was over there if he has like a sack or something, then maybe we could capture a claw or something for research oh, yeah. purposes. Absolutely. Put it in my backpack. Yeah. Put it next to the nightmare fuel. Yes. Just put it um, all in. It's like they're, they're gonna mix, but you know, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> like a huge Brummelstone, are you worried that you'd be bringing um, an infected body back into the real world, or are you cool with it? Uh, I'm just curious. That's, you know, I'm I'm kind of I'm looking for notes to see if if anything kind of denotes that. I feel like. Bringing an infected thing on a war forge seems safer, you know, because I trust my brother. And if we can get it to someone, you know, like, then the next goal would be, if especially if I knew I was on my realm, to look for someone who maybe I trusted in the past. I mean, at this point, Roberto has a piece of darkness that he collected from Mercuria, so... What's like, the worst that can happen, right? Right. Uh-huh. I mean, I, um, <laughs> I would be worried about it, but if it's a chance to bring my family back, it's like a risk, I guess, I would be willing to take. Uh-huh. Now, how many... So you're taking all the notes. Are you taking... There are three leather-bound journals in the desk as well. Yeah, I'll take as much as I can. Well, ask anybody else if they have a room in their sacks. Maybe we can get... Just take two or three books a piece. Whatever is, like, a reasonable... If a tomb is too big, you know? Like, yeah. not going to weigh everybody down, but... <laughs> um. Meanwhile, Tin can't... You know, she's just going, like, full Bear gorilla style, I think, into the just belly of the beast. It's just, like, <laughs> searching for that. You do find it. Suddenly the light fills up with an incredible... The room fills up with an incredible light as you expose the Shard of Stardust. Oh. Does it make us all more creative? Who's grabbing it? Tin. Yeah, I guess Tin. so. Picking it up gives you a point of inspiration, if you don't already have one. Nice. So it kind of it fills you with a huge burst of creativity and inspiration, and you suddenly feel motivated more so than ever to do essentially whatever it is you can put your mind to. Jin, how do we get out of here? <laughs> she runs and jumps, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it worked once. Technically correct. Can I use investigation just to be like and pick whatever five books I feel like would be most of it? Oh yeah, that's a good idea. I figure that's just like a, a quick like glance around yeah, and like yeah. that one looks important. I remember that famous name. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what's crazy is you don't remember, you don't they all seem like they're um like academic books written by people you've never heard of. <gasps> I'm hoping they're from other worlds. Alright, so what are you all doing now? Look for an exit? You found one. It's the big hole. Okay. I don't know if we see anything like secret doors. No, just, um, no, no. It really is just like a hovel. It's just a, a, a hole in the spire. And right now the shard is fully illuminating the entire area once again. What happens if we try to cover it? Um, who's trying to cover it? I guess I, I yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> kind of like, like both like... Yep. Just like <laughs> the two of you can can essentially seal the light off, and the whole area goes pitch black again. Now would be a great time for an escape rope. <laughs> I think we're just surrounded by the ten, right? 
Because there's like ten monsters crawling up. Ten or more, yeah, but they're yeah. patiently waiting in their hovels. Are there you any know? weapons? Any any um oh, weapons oh. around the the cavern? Um, give me a uh, <clears throat> perception check. Anybody that wants to look around. I got nineteen just now. Nineteen. Nice. What? You're a very perceptive bear. <laughs> I got a. I also got a, a natural twenty. So even though normally I don't notice anything, this time I seem to be very aware. <laughs> um. Yeah, Erlby and Tin, you both find a uh, small box at the bottom of one of the bookshelves, and it has a few potions in it. Oh, cool. They're like, their hands reach for it at the same time and touch in a very romantic way. Yeah, and they're just like, they're like hearts. Yeah. <laughs> They've seen each other before, but now they notice what each other. What a nice young robot. <laughs> you just ruined it. Mo- ruins mo- moments ruin. Disconnect. <laughs> what if we make the monsters forget by using their blood against them? I was thinking the exact thing. Wait, is there like, um, is there blades on the body of this creature, or is it just kind of like an iguana? It's not like and a, the tail has still has the uh, the barbed tail with like a row of really oh. jagged, sharp um, teeth. Cut off the tail. <laughs> Somebody else can use that. Oh, good. Oh, good guys. I can use. It. <laughs> May I? Can I cut off the tail? You can. I'm fascinated by this. Mm. I would also have asked um, uh, Tiny Tin. I was like, you know, what are those potions? Can those help us? Ah, yes, these potions. I was getting to that. Um, <clears throat> they. D- uh, do I need to. Uh, I just look at them. Do I. I have Arcana. Can I use that to help? Yeah, you can just inspect. You can pop over the top and just inspect them that way. I'll, just, I'll do what a wizard does. <laughs> I, I only got a 10, so it's not that great. <laughs> um, they are cool to the touch and drinkable. Well, and anything's drinkable if you're brave enough to I know, I was just trying to... That's, he got a 10, he didn't pass. <laughs> <laughs> I add some flourish to it. It's, uh, you know, oh, these are the cool uh, uh, you know, potions of Alakazer. <laughs> no one is sure what they do. <laughs> so Featherfall does what? That's what I'm curious. Tin, what could you do for us with this magical wizardry? One thing, and I don't even know if it would affect me because I'm probably heavy, and it says that it only affects medium to light objects. No, no, medium and small, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would so. it'd still affect you. Yes. Oh. But it only affects me. Your body if we all hide inside it? Uh, we can't because of the blood. Oh. I can Google that. You two go down there and kill all the monsters. I'll look through the spell book. <laughs> okay, okay, here's my idea. I say we plant. We plant and try and do a short rest. Um, and if we hear them still coming, we try and mushu them. So if they like come all the way up to the top... After, as we're attempting to do the short rest, and only in the event that they they don't just go back to sleep, we like get somebody up underneath the body, 
of the dead monster and like move it around and we make some fire happen and we roar a lot and there's a lot of noise and they're like whoa we should leave this guy alone I would say that we should attempt a short rest but we have somebody standing on guard to like very sneakily peek over the edge every few minutes just in case they start climbing up or coming up because we have a better chance of shooting them down while they're still ascending towards us than if we wait for them to meet us at the lip of the cavern but yeah. yes, the Mushu technique will be our last, our last, uh, our last ditch <laughs> yeah. effort. I also did check on the, I did check on the featherfall thing, and it it actually does affect up to five creatures falling. So we could all use the effect. So yeah, I think that's the plan. Who's keeping watch? Okay, because a short rest just is like fifteen thirty it's, minutes. It's an hour. Hour. That's right. Sorry. No. All right. So give me a stealth check, Vasa. Oh boy. Okay, so that's a 22. All right, so you feel pretty confident in your stealth, and you just very carefully look over the side, keep an eye out. Waiting an hour, and especially having Vasa on point, um, your quietest uh, companion, they just go back to sleep, you think. Nice. Good call. Are you shooting that necessary? Yeah, but can we like take the head with us just in case? <laughs> the the claws enough or whatever. Like we can take this one. All right. Thing. Um, I do want to still chop off the tail. Do I have to like? Yeah. Yeah. You don't gotta roll anything. No, you can just. Oh. How much of the tail are you taking? Just the the sharp the sharp tip and like long long it. <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> the tip plus whatever length I need to hold it. This is the after dark section with the with, mm-hmm. with the head like on top. <laughs> yeah, Erdelby wants a souvenir, so she's gonna pick up a random book, um, just and shove it in her paw. Uh, oh yeah, can I load up everybody with like two or three books that I thought? Were, like, <laughs> if everyone's cool with that, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's do it. Let's jump off the side together. Oh yeah, let's hold hands. Then when Louise it. <laughs> we do. We Thelma and Louise it. Um, we say goodbye to the head that we could have mushooed and <laughs> and jump. All right. So <clears throat> you guys all uh, jump, freeze frame. Tin goes ahead and casts Featherfall. So she kind of just wiggles her fingers a little bit. Suddenly you feel uh, almost weightless <sighs> as you gently and quietly drift down to the ground real quick actually before let me uh i should have asked this beforehand um where is the shard well uh, i think i'm holding it right okay yeah yeah okay it's like behind my back (laughs) i'm just kidding kidding. it's like away (laughs) can we stealth back to that hole that we transported through you can certainly try (laughs) this is a group stealth check so as long as the majority wins uh, everyone's okay let's do it awesome let's Let's do do this thing did we ever bother inspecting the shard that we came so far to get like no it was cool just took it and shoved it (laughs) i got a 14 um i got a 28 15 all right so uh, you begin to stay close together, lightly step forward, 
uh, one foot at a time. And sometimes somebody starts to sound a little too loud, but the rest of you can help them stay quiet. Um, let them know when they're starting to get a little too noisy. And... Almost done. <laughs> I thought it was Ertl um, be like, this reminds me. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't you... be a Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> um, you very uh, quietly and cautiously eventually make your way to the mouth of the tunnel. As we arrive at the safe distance, I kind of stop and I go like, uh, Tiny Tin, can I see the shard? Let me see this thing that we've just risked our lives for. Um, sure. So I hand it over. <laughs> as soon as you pull it out of the space that you had it, I mean, it just brings like almost like a daylight's worth of sun with it. Oh. It's incredibly bright. Can I just like immediately shove it back, like kind of mask most of yeah. it with my fist and kind of like try yep. to peek at it? Yep, yep. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, the shard is made out of um, almost like kind of like, it almost looks like a prism, but it's just focusing on one light right now. Um, it's a little jagged in places, a little raw, but um, it's it's beautiful. And you could stare at that light all day. Like if you let yourself, it, it's not so alluring that you can't resist it. It's just that if you let yourself fall into it, you don't really know why you'd ever stop looking at it. Aww. This reminds me. I'm like, uh, not bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm seeing> <laughs> Does it warm my hand? Does it give off any tingles that would make me think it has magical powers I can use? It just is brilliant in like a luring light. Oh, um, wait. This is the first time that you've touched it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you gain a point of inspiration. Oh, okay. Like it fills you with a burst of creativity and you suddenly just are almost overtaken by potential. Like, as a hot potato, like, passing around <laughs> a circle to everyone? That's up to you guys, yeah. Everyone touch the stone, hands in. <laughs> I think we do. We, we reach in the it. bag. I guess I would say something like, shit, guys, you gotta get a hit of this. And then I kind of like... <laughs> and then I kind of like invite everybody to come over and touch it. Like, oh, that's some good shit. Yes, so one by one, this is certainly the good shit. So, um, yeah, one by one, each of you showed that same burst of creativity and inspiration, and it translates into a point of inspiration. So, I just want to point out that that dwarven city is probably going to be less than happy that we found their thing, but are taking it away from them. Should we just not go back there? Just saying. We left what's-his-face there. I was saying that we don't tell them that we found it. That's a great idea. I think we shouldn't tell them. Well, I would I would kind of... I kind of look at everyone and I'm like, we agree on this, right? And I kind of look at Bremelstone the most. We're not going to tell them that we found it. <laughs> yeah, Bremelstone would be a little more inclined to agree with you if maybe you had brought a book or two. But, you know, he doesn't get to the best. <laughs> Begrudgingly, he agrees. He's like, maybe next time... You listen to me, I'll listen to your plans. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> and then he says, yeah, no, I think it's for the best. They uh, they don't have a lot of magic where they are, from my understanding. So we're going to head back in through okay. the caves, I think, towards the tunnel, right? Yeah. Before we go into the tunnel, yell, we out, bitches. 
Nice. Can I can I like pull Roberto back as he's yelling that like no nope. yeah just, like grab him by the arm but, like no I'm nope. about to yell it and like we are and then Vasa cuts me off and then I just it's like, like a cartoon like I just shove him back in the tub I'm like just get going just like, get going I'm sorry I saw it on you know I re- remember the voices and just you know everyone fortify yourself for the voices they're going to come oh yeah I've already started hearing those <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did two, which is my be why I brought it up. So. <laughs> can we like, yeah? Can we actively just be like, think of something and concentrate? I will. If anyone wants to hear about a certain person in the party's family, I'd be more than happy to oblige. I think we. I think uh, you should save it in case there's a. You know, you, you do get hit with one of those things that you haven't used up all of your stories. Oh, that's true. Uh, he says how politely, but openly just just not hoping to hear any more about the family. I'm going to talk to the voice. It said he hates us. Who hates us? Who hates us? Is it is it you, Mr. Dwarf? Do you hate us? Uh, how about yeah. you? Mr. Forge. Oh, oh, the voice is saying it is you. The voice is saying it's definitely you. Uh, I look at Inzo. Uh, I'm kind of a vo- annoyed. The voice know, just thing. called you a liar. His brother? Oh, no. I'm just going to keep telling you all what the voice is saying. It says that you're a liar and that your brother knows. Is that true, Mr. For- Robot Forge? No, he's not a liar. Oh. Well, in that case, never mind then. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, do you, would would you being a ranger be able to get us back? That's my only concern is getting lost in the. Um, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm only experienced. I'm most experienced with forests and outdoors, so caves are not my forte. But well, caves I mean, are mine, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's why Between I stick with you. Us, <laughs> Between the two of us, we make a fully functional adult. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's why we uh, stand on each other's shoulders to get movie tickets. Exactly. To go see that great play where they reference that Tauntaun joke. <laughs> Said, here's Johnny. <laughs> so yeah, I mentally fortify myself by trying to like actively think of those I've lost in my village. And kind of muddling their names under my breath so that I don't. So I can tune out the voice in my own head. And push forward. Erdelby just continues to repeat whatever the voice says in a cute, befuddled way. Someone don't let her be at the back. Is it? The voice just said goodbye. <laughs> voice, where are you going, voice? <laughs> voice, come back here, voice. <laughs> I was having a fun time chatting, and you just went and left. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of whispered down to Ertlebe. I'd be like, "Let it go, grandmother. You should never invite the company of those you cannot see." And I kind of usher her forward. Roberto says, "The voices just told me that the caves are a death trap." And that's exactly what the voices would say. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. So, uh, but you I just wanted to put that out there. Here is a death trap as well. I would like to note. <laughs> Roberto is putting this stuff out like there. that before. It was fine before. I think we're okay. Except that my feelings are a little hurt that he doesn't want to talk to me anymore. I'm just saying. Alright, who's leading? Bordo. Yeah, I guess with cave. Some cave knowledge. 
As long as Bertleby's not in the back, because I worry she will just run off. (laughs) As you kind of travel deeper and deeper, it's still extremely jagged, um, rocky. It's kind of difficult to safely traverse. Um, You would worry that if you were to stumble and fall, you would take a decent amount of damage. Um, Could I suggest that we take out the shard for illumination? I would say that, you know, it is a tempting object. I do not know if we want to brandish it so, you know, so easily. Mm. It might. Who knows what it might leer out of the dark. I say do it. Yep, so when you pull the shard out, much like the miners were using it previously. Wait, who pulled the shard out? I think, yeah, Vasa. So I sort of, but I don't like just like hold it up like a freaking torch. I sort of like let it peek <laughs> out of the pouch as if I'm like trying yeah. to f- de- direct it like a flashlight. Yep. Now, with this intense amount of light, you see why uh, the city of uh, Hovarth cared about it so much. It makes identifying where you're at a lot easier. Um, So you would be able to, with a simple perception check, start navigating your way. All right. Let's all do that. Gonna do a perception check. I just got a 17. (laughs) Wait, are we all yeah. rolling? Uh, you don't have to, not with a 25. <laughs> so, yeah, you figure that if you can travel west long enough, you should be able to find your way there. Awesome. All right. I guess I beckon I beckon the crew and be like, I think I recognize this way. Well, not recognize, but I think this way is right. Which, way, which way are we going? We're going westward. Wait, why are we heading west? Because my 25 perception just told me that westward oh. was the right way. <laughs> Uh, Erdelby is going to ask the voice which direction we should go. Voice? Which direction should we go, voice? 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 Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Young lady, yes. (laughs) Okay. Um, okay, I have to say that I think we should go. Why? Yeah, why do you think that? Did the voice talk to you again? Um, maybe. Oh. It's probably lying. (laughs) What does it say lies east, brother? It's, well, first he says that he's not speaking to Grandma anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But why not? Uh, I don't know. But they're saying that, like, so I've been speaking to the voice, and it seems to say like I'm asking, I can't trust, can't trust you, and they're like, we're gonna try to prove our worth, prove ourselves to you in the east. Nah, no, I trust Vasa. More. I would look hard at the robot and I would say, you can choose to trust those you cannot see. I trust in myself and what I can see, and I start going west. Okay, so everyone going with Vasa then? I don't think I have a choice. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to split up, but I, I okay. I don't want to leave Brummelstone specifically. You guys are okay. <laughs> so you make your way through the tunnels for probably another two hours. After a while, you recognize that there's no way you knew the tunnels this well that you would be able to. So the maybe the perception check wasn't so much for you identifying the walls, and maybe it was more perceiving where the shard wanted you to go. Oh. But you don't... GPS is awesome. 
You march for probably about another half hour, and then after about a half hour, you find yourself before that kind of shimmering, wispy veil of uh, gray, silky substance. The voice just told me it's coming with us. Voice, where are you? Voice, are you the shard? I start talking to the shard. Shard, are you the voice? Hello? Hello? Voice appear. So, voice appear. Um, yeah, you come to the other side, and you come to the small little rift, uh, small little uh, rip in the ground. So you feather falling? Nah, let's use a rope. Um, yeah, so Tin makes it down the rope perfectly fine. And one by one, each of you follow suit. You guys are able to find your way out of here pretty easily after this. Oh, so. I, I give my 50 feet of rope back to uh, back to Roberto because it's his. That's why they call me Roberto. <gasps> <laughs> I'm so in love. Tin hates puns. Absolutely hates them. Hey! Her name is a pun. I know. Okay. She, she, she hates your name. I like to think you made it before you knew it was a pun. And then, like, she didn't know Tiny Tin was a pun. And then was very upset when she finds out everyone is just like, oh yeah, that's a totally a, a musician on my world. Like, Come on. <laughs> yeah, so you guys traverse the tunnels uh, pretty effortlessly, especially with the shard. Yes. The moment I see daylight come in through the yeah. like from the entrance, I would stow it away, okay. and like double layer down. Like it's like practically <laughs> in my undies. That's how like deep and buried it is. <laughs> <laughs> is that a stardust in your pants, or are you just happy? To <laughs> you see the familiar city of Hobarth up ahead. The you have the couple of guard towers still there, but it's daylight when you approach this time. And where do you guys go? What are you doing? Nap time! Should, should maybe one of us go and just get Tompkins? And maybe he can take us back to Mercurius and be like, oh, we lost our party. Sorry. I keep saying Hovarth and it's Hogarth. <laughs> so I'm gonna... Can I go to a shop? I want to buy shit. I don't know if they're going to be happy to see us if we've gone through all of this and like killed or, you know, led all of the people to death and then come back with nothing. But give them just some the one the person. Brummelstone books. No! <laughs> Whatever, problems don't you already have too many. Give him your shaft, freak. <laughs> Before we enter the city proper, I would call a powwow and I would go like, you know, how do we, how are we planning to approach this? They, they will ask us of the outcome of our mission and... We should definitely lie. It's, hands down, they must not know. I'm not even sure we should go back. Maybe send Roberto in to get Tompkins. All I know is these people relied way too much on this as the source of their entire economy. They've already been separated from it. The process of healing has begun. I suddenly, I suddenly fingers, and I go like, um, "What did the what did the lantern represent to them again?" Uh, their entire. Like, new economy, <laughs> their reason for being. 
it was their god. Was it like a strength? <laughs> was it like a strength thing, or was it like a symbolic thing, or did it actually provide light for them? Like, is that what they need? It literally was just a special lamp, but it made their their output much better. <laughs> yeah, they used it to find minerals within the caves. Oh, my understanding was that they used it to find minerals in the cave so that they could output more. It seemed to kind of revitalize the city. I mean, maybe we could go and teach them some skills, like like industry or or magic. Gunpowder. Used to. <laughs> yeah. In that case, I say we just go rescue Tompkins and have him lead us somewhere else, because I don't want these people to go crazy on us. That Ertlebee go in the form of a cat to be inconspicuous. The last thing I want to set loose on this city oh. is Turtle Bee in cat form, all by her own self. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. I think this is a great idea. And Turtle Bee transforms no, into a I cat and runs off. I grab her by the cover of her neck. I just grab her by the cover of her neck. <laughs> and her little paws are going like this. <laughs> in the air. If I, uh, if we have an hour, I could, I could cast another familiar. We could send that in with a note. To hunt for Tompkins, like a raven or something. Guys, I'm just I'm just putting this out there. Like, um, I'm not saying that <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying that we should listen to the voices, but I'm just saying that they said that creatures might attack the town if we don't close these passages. I'm not saying I believe them. I'm not saying that we should listen to them. Right. So oh, what? Not only would we be taking their starlight, their little whatever. <laughs> And like they're they're one thing. We're also taking away like their only the means livelihood. of making. <laughs> and I just I kind of look at him and go, "Will you stop listening to those things already?" <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like two years old. Give me a break. Like, <laughs> it's a valid point that uh, we should close up the city. I I would say that is not our decision. We have already taken one thing from them. They should decide whether or not they should close their livelihood entirely. Well, if we do this, I think we should definitely run away as quickly as possible. So maybe we send the familiar in, get Tompkins, blow up the entrance, and then skedaddle as quickly as possible. Because these dwarves are going to be pissed. Um, also, I've transformed back into myself. And so, Vasa, you're just holding me by, like, the scruff of my my cape. So, yeah. I could not, you know, I do not particularly care for this town of dwarves. But, far, but I will not willfully blow up a tunnel just based on some voices. Voices that so far have proven nothing but disruptive and dangerous. <laughs> okay. Cool. Hesitant now to leave it open. <laughs> I mean, what there was ten of those creatures. Like, if they got back through the cave looking for this and beset the town, that town would not withstand and that attack. Maybe we should tell the people of the town to leave. They don't really have a lot going for them anymore, and they've lost the shard. It's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> what if we like run out and pretend that we've been attacked by horrible monsters, um, and that like they're coming? We just warn everybody that they're coming, and we just like we fall on the ground, like like <laughs> Professor Quirrell. I think this is a great idea way to using magic i have like magic missile and like 
something that lets me shoot like three fireballs out. Would there be an easy way to collapse the mine? I would say, like, I'm surprised that you, of all people, Master Dorf, would be so willing to uh, sh- to sh- shatter their livelihood based on some voice that you cannot see. Uh, well, I don't need to base it on the voice. There were ten of those monsters, and it almost took out our party twice. Plus that that shadow plague that they hold would just wipe their... The same thing would happen to my that happened in my city, would happen to their city. So I'd rather have them lead lives that they still remember, even if they were more shallow lives, than have them risk total death, especially if they have those voices. Oh, well, I mean... They, like, throw up our hands and say, um, well, we still have to go get Tompkins. Uh, as long as we keep the star uh dust thingy to ourselves maybe we can just present all of the facts to the dwarves and see what they have to say the opportunity warn them of the dangers i just don't want to unleash more shadow plague monsters they also look like they had a master of some sort because they weren't writing those notes and that may be creating them and if that's a portal into one world that it's would probably be my sprouty it is sprouty sprouty's back shadow sprouty so if we're going down, then I'd be kind of like, we should all agree on a story that we fought one, which is why Roberto got his tail, but then we became overwhelmed by them and driven back. No, we, we, don't, we don't necessarily have to lie. We're just saying that we found books and we fought monsters and that's it. <laughs> that's like my daughter's logic. <laughs> <laughs> like she can't speak to... No. Lying. Yeah. I'm withholding. No, that's, well, that's what she does. Like, did you take the sock? No. Like, do you have the sock? Just shrugs. That's too cute. Oh, deny that the sock is within my possession. I guess we're heading down to the town then. All right. Stories are. are straight. You guys start wandering forward. Uh. Once you get within view of the towers, the people open up windows and wave you in, and they start shouting out, They're back! The heroes are back! And they start to gather people together. And once you get close to the town, um, several of the guards come together, and they shake your hands, and they pat you in the back, and they say, Quickly, quickly, we're getting everyone to the tavern. And they're super excited. It sounds like a trap. (laughs) <laughs> you can meet the mayor in private. I'm sorry. It's not, not. Um, so they're rushing you forward, and they're super excited. Like, we can't wait to hear how you did it, and what's in there, and is it safe again? And um, they're leading you to the Spirited Away, the tavern that you guys were first at. Yep, so they... Uh, oh. No, can we seek, like, can we see if there's someone who looks like we could be, like, we seek a private council with the mayor first, or maybe? And like one of the guards to. is like, well, I mean, ask him when he gets here. And they welcome you in and they start taking drink orders. Let's find Tomkins. I'm actually going like, yeah, drinks. I could, I could go with drinks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the tavern. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, they get you a couple of drinks and it doesn't take too long before the mayor runs in. Uh, mayor Carmichael, he throws the doors open um, and he throws his arms in the air and he says, welcome back, heroes. <laughs> What news do you have of the tunnels? I kind of take a deep swig of my drink, and then I turn around with my like face super grim, and I just clap him on the shoulder, and I go, Mayor, 
your people must be brave. For, there we, for we met encountered many beasts that nearly slew us. We barely slew one, and they, there are great many there. We could not find your shard. And worse yet, those monsters may spill into your land and into your tunnels. It is worse than simply losing your shard. You may lose your town if we do not close your tunnels, as Master Dwarf can explain. And I kind of just give the floor to Vermilstone. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I begin to go into the technical details of uh, transportation. I pull out a flow chart. I'm just like, here's why it's bad for your town. Kind of a life lesser led is better than a life forgotten. I would explain, maybe heartfeltly. What I'm happened to my mead. I'm just sticking yeah. my mead as he's like, yep, all right, of course. <laughs> all right, so you're going to go into... I'm trying to find Tompkins. Um, yeah, you're kind of looking for Tompkins right now. Um, Erdelby, are you joining in the conversation? or? Erdelby's like, you should definitely move. <laughs> um, Erdelby's just like offering inane comments to assist in the, the, the flow charts. Here's how we're going to do it. Vasa, for slipping in a tiny uh, fib in the middle of a great amount of fear and storytelling, rolled deception with advantage. Um, Yeah, Brummelstone, roll deception as is. And then Ertleby, (laughs) for looking at them and simply saying, you should leave the town. (laughs) Um, And not really (laughs) saying, as you said, inane things. Um, roll deception with uh, disadvantage. This is a group skill check. I got a 14. Wesley? For Rummelstone to lie to a fellow dwarf. Oh, I got no. a 6. He tries his best, but, you know, he tries to focus mainly on the fact that the mine really does need to sh- shut down. 6, and on the six plus? Uh, 0. Because I am not a charismatic dwarf, which is... <sighs> I mean, I'm a man of science, or magic, <laughs> which is <Yeah>. like science. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man of scientific magic. Um, so the mayor looks at you, uh, Vasa, and he's got one eyebrow kind of raised questioning, and he says, you didn't find the shard after all that? I was like, he's not say, quite would, sure if he's going to believe you or not. I would say, no, would you have? We barely escaped with our lives. We slew down one beast, then another, and then ten more swarmed around us. We barely escaped. We came back here, like we could have kept running, but we came back here to warn you of the danger of your town. All right, one more check. <sighs> oh, okay. <laughs> Do you feel inspired to lie? That's true, you can roll inspiration. I don't want to. I don't want to. Touch the stone again. I'm just kidding. Yeah, the sto- we still have the stone. Oh, we have, a, we have like infinite, no, infinite inspiration. I mean, if we can first it, time that you, you touched know. it. Ah. Uh, All right. Man. You know what? I'm going to use my inspiration thing because right. we need to get out of this. Fifteen. It was a fifteen. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he looks sad and he says, "Um, thank you for everything that you did." You're telling us we need to leave the entire t- city? Yes. No. <laughs> um, not exactly. We just need to figure out a way to close the passageways. 
If we close the passageways, that's that one might. Well, I kind of go like, it is up to you, for I see around me strong, hardy dwarves that have survived here for for centuries. It is up to you whether you shall face what it, what emerges from the tunnel or you shall close it. I know whichever decision you choose, you shall persevere. And I kind of pat him on the shoulder. Yeah. And he looks around and he says, what do you say? We fight for our city? And some of no. the dwarves kind of pick up their glass and cheer. And one by one, the rest of them kind of just get pick up the momentum and soon all of their glasses are in the air and they all uh, cheer and like and the mayor looks at you and says thank you you've given us the strength to protect our city no matter what and then I go and then I turn to the group and I'm like oh they, 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 made, they made a choice let's just, let's just drink and I was like yeah celebrate and I like and I hold my meat up in the air drinks for everyone on you <laughs> You talk to one of the uh, bar regulars who pulls himself together enough to explain to you that he believes Tompkins left. What? Tompkins um, had... Because, you know, you guys were in there for three weeks, he said. And eventually, um, Tompkins just... <laughs> Wait. Um, we were in there for three weeks? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm late on my bills. <laughs> Wait, what? But then, uh, it's gonna get a sweet tattoo. The, okay. Thanks for listening to World Walkers. You can follow us on Twitter at World Walkers Pod, and you can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash World Walkers Pod. If you want early episodes, exclusive art, live draw sessions with the group, and more, check us out on patreon.com slash worldwalkers. Every little bit helps improve the podcast, and we appreciate your consideration. Thanks again to Sirenscape, who provided the music and sound effects you heard today. Visit them at sirenscape.com. Guys, a blanket with sleeves. That's genius. My wife has one of those. I put it on as a coat the other day. I was really pissed. I'd forgotten. And I was like, this is like the worst coat ever made. You can cuddle and up on the like... couch and read books all night. <laughs> <laughs> it would be wondrous. <laughs>
Rest so, in peace, Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> 